would like to welcome you to another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and uh, I'm your host, as I usually am every Monday night at this time, and we have some of the very best in jazz music. Just a word about um, our fun drive. It's actually, it's over, but it's still on. And if you do, um, if you've forgotten or maybe come into a couple of bucks that you uh, think that you can donate to the station, um, great. And all you have to do is go on to citr.ca slash donate and um, carry on from there. Very simple. And that site will be open until the end of the month. All right. With that in mind, we're going to get into our jazz feature. We're going to talk about the, I guess, the, the uh, most famous citizen from Burley, Idaho. He was born there May the 12th, 1935. He's now 81 years old. I'm talking about bassist Gary Peacock. Of course, Peacock has been involved with music since, uh, well, for so long. Um, he was on the West Coast in the early 60s playing with Bud Shank and all, all kinds of uh, different people. And uh, then, of course, he moved to New York in the mid-60s and began playing with uh, Gil Evans and all kinds of uh, people involved with uh, avant-garde music. Um, Peacock, of course, is proven to be one of the all-time finest bass players. And, of course, later on, Gary Peacock hooked up with Keith Jarrett and that legendary trio. Keith Jarrett never called it the Keith Jarrett Trio. It was simply everyone was on an equal status. Sometimes it was known as the Standards Trio. Other times they didn't play standards. They played free-form music, whatever. But it was Keith Jarrett, uh, of course, on piano, Gary Peacock on bass, and Jack DeJanet on drums. And that was one of the most incredible groups in jazz music. That trio is no longer in existence, not because of Jarrett and not because of Jack DeJanet, but because of Gary Peacock. Uh, his hearing began to deteriorate, and given his age and so on, he decided to retire and because he felt that he wasn't able to play on the level that he always had uh, performed and felt that he couldn't do the same thing with that trio. So it was an amicable parting, but it was the end of a trio that we'll never hear again. Uh, But they did make scads of recordings for uh, ECM, and there'll probably be more uh, unissued recordings uh, coming out over the years. And, of course, that the chemistry between those three gentlemen, Keith Jarrett, Gary Peacock, and Jack DeJanet, Um, was nothing short of unbelievable and magical, too. Which brings us to this album. Now, Peacock recorded a few albums under his own name, and this is going to turn out to be his final album. It was done 
for ECM Records in Oslo in July of 2014. And most of the compositions on here, there's 11 of them, were written by Gary Peacock. And, of course, he was also uh, an extremely fine composer. This is really Gary Peacock's final musical statement, and he picked a wonderful trio to do it with. On piano is a gentleman by the name of Mark Copeland, and uh, if you haven't heard of Mark Copeland, you'll hear him now. A marvelous, uh, wonderful piano player. He has elements of Jarrett in his playing, but he's not a copyist. He has his own um, concept and his own, own thing. And on drums, the great Joey Barron. So the chemistry in this particular trio is uh, nothing short of marvelous. And this recording, of course, got all kinds of accolades. And um, when it was issued on ECM not too long ago, it's a fairly recent recording. And it's a little different from the jazz features we've been doing because um, the music is thoughtful, um, rather introspective, and uh, uh, contemplative, um, and very emotional, and very beautiful as well. The sound of ECM recordings are, are superb, and they capture all the overtones uh, of the instruments, the, uh, the bass, uh, the piano especially, and of course the drums. So, we get to the album. The album is called Now This. And once again, um, as I mentioned before, Peacock on bass, Mark Copeland on piano, and Joey Barron on drums. Eleven compositions. We begin with one called Gaia. Shadows is, no, is number two, and This is number three, all written by Peacock. Then we move to a Mark Copeland composition entitled And Now. And then after that, a Joey Barron composition called Esprit de Muse. And then one more Peacock composition called Moore. And then another Mark Copeland composition called No Blues, N-O-H Blues. And then two beautiful Peacock compositions Krista, and one of my favorite of all Peacock compositions that he recorded once with Keith Jarrett, uh, um, a composition called Vignette. We move there to the only, to a tribute, actually, to one of Peacock's friends and idols. I'm talking about the late bassist Scott LaFaro. And uh, we hear a version of Scott's probably his best-known composition, called Glorious Step. And the album ends with another wonderful piece by Gary Peacock with a very suitable title, considering this is his last recording. It's called Requiem. So that's it. That's our jazz feature this evening. And we shall commence... Right now, once, once again, recorded in Oslo in July of 2014. The album is called Now This, Gary Peacock on bass, Mark Copeland on piano, and Joey Barron on drums.
our jazz feature this evening. The music and quite possibly the final recording of the great bassist Gary Peacock. He uh, essentially has retired from music um, due to his age. He's 81, and uh, he has lost a lot of his hearing, so he decided to uh, to pack it in. And uh, this album is kind of his... Uh, his requiem, or his swan song, and he wanted to leave um, the music business and music and all his contributions on a very high note. And uh, Peacock, of course, was a mainstay in that legendary trio with um, Keith Jarrett, Jack DeJohnette, and himself, and of course they uh, made scads of recordings and everything from freeform jazz to standards to wherever wherever the music took them. Peacock made a few albums under his own name, and this, as I mentioned, was his final one. It was recorded in Oslo in July of 2014 and issued on ECM Records, and the album was called Now This, and we heard it in its entirety this evening. Peacock's trio included Mark Copeland on piano and Joey Barron on drums. And seven of the 11 tunes that we heard were composed by Gary Peacock, including the first three. So we begin with uh, tune one, it's called uh, Geia, followed by Shadows, followed by This. And then tune number four is by Mark Copeland, the pianist, and entitled And Now. And then Joey Barron's contribution, compositional um, contribution to the recording, is tune number five, Esprit de Muse. And then that is followed by another Peacock composition entitled Moor. And following that is a Mark Copeland composition entitled No Blues, N-O-H blues. Two more Peacock tunes follow. Very beautiful Krista, and I think one of his best-known compositions, because he did a couple of recordings of of this tune, and it is my favorite Peacock composition, uh, tune number nine, which is called Vignette. Then a tribute to one of Peacock's very close friends and um, influences as well. The great bassist Scott LaFarrell. We heard his composition called Gloria's Step. And the final tune is the very appropriately titled Requiem by Gary Peacock. So that's the album, and we certainly hope you enjoy the Rather introspective and thoughtful jazz feature, beautifully recorded on ECM records, as most of their the sound quality on these recordings is so wonderful. Gary Peacock on bass, Mark Copeland on piano, and Joey Barron on drums. Now this, our jazz feature this evening. We'll be right back after a couple of messages. My name's Gavin Walker. This is The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. 
And uh, in a very few seconds, we'll return with uh, a small tribute to uh, spring. Become a CITR member and make some new friends. Members get discounts on Main Street at Hot Art Wet City, Antisocial Skateboard Shop, East Vanity Parlor, The Wallflower Modern Diner, RX Comics, Dandelion Records and Emporium, The Rag Machine, Neptune Records, The Regional Assembly of Text, Devil May Wear, Lucky's Comics, Book Warehouse, On the French Hair Design, Red Cat Records, Woo Vintage Clothing, True Value Vintage and I Found Gallery, and The Biltmore Cabaret. What would we do without our friends? You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Here is a small tribute to, uh, well, <laughs> springtime. We had a couple of nice days. Yesterday, Sunday, was beautiful. Today was quite nice, even though there was that uh, kind of uh, cloud cover today. Um, but it doesn't look as though spring is going to come in the way it should this year. So we'll try to encourage it. Here is uh, Miles Davis from his very famous album with Gil Evans. Um, the album was called Miles Ahead, and uh, we're going to hear the opening tune, which was written by a wonderful composer by the name of Johnny Carisi. And uh, this one is called Springsville. And we've got more music to follow. Um, following that will be uh, a recording by Jackie McLean. So first of all, here's Miles Davis and the Gil Evans Orchestra, Springsville.
we heard a trio of tunes, beginning with uh, a small tribute to uh, Spring. And uh, we opened that set with Miles Davis and the Gil Evans Orchestra playing a John Carisi composition from Miles' famous um, collaboration with Gil Evans called Miles Ahead. And uh, we heard the tune called, or the composition called Springsville. We moved from there to a wonderful recording with Jackie McLean and his son, Rene McLean, on uh, tenor saxophone. Jackie, of course, on uh, that unmistakable sound on alto saxophone. Rene on tenor saxophone. The great uh, South African pianist, Hotep Idris Galata. And Nat Reeves on bass and Carl Allen on drums. We heard the title track from this album, which came out on uh, Triloka Records. Kind of rare, hard to find now. It was recorded uh, back in 1991. And uh, the recording was called Rites of Passage. And we heard that composition, which was written by Jackie's son, Rene, Rites of Passage. We moved from there to a great McCoy Tyner recording from the mid-60s. Um, and McCoy put together this uh, particular band and wonderful bunch of musicians. McCoy, of course, on piano, and that was his composition we heard called Contemporary Focus. Thad Jones on cornet. John Gilmore, who was taking a break from the Sun Ra organization on tenor saxophone. One of my favorites, Frank Strozier on alto saxophone. Butch Warren on bass, and of course, unmistakably on drums, the one and only Elvin Jones. And that's from McCoy's Impulse album called Today and Tomorrow. If you don't have that one, it's worth looking for. Great album. We are uh, going to continue with uh, some more music in a few moments. We have a few things to uh, tell you about. Once again, you are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name is Gavin Walker, and uh, we'll be right back. Bike Rave is a fundamentally unique event. It's a mobile dance party that explores UBC's campus. Anyone can join this free event, bringing bicycles, skateboards to get in on the fun. We group together, deck out our vehicles in bright lights, and ride to different locations, stopping at UBC Landmarks to dance, socialize, and be part of the best rave on campus. This year is the fifth anniversary of Bike Rave. It's all happening on Friday, March 24th from 8 to 11 p.m., starting in front of the Kerner Library. Get spoked! The Vancouver Improvised Music Meeting 2017 presents Baltimore-based pedal steel guitarist Susan Alcorn, LA-based drummer percussionist Ted Burns, and Portland-Vancouver-based saxophonist, flautist, and clarinetist John Gross, in concert with an amazing lineup of local musicians. Come see and take part in the Vancouver Improvised Music Meeting 2017, Thursday, March 23rd at the China Cloud, Friday, March 24th, and Saturday, March 25th at the Western Front. Additionally, there will be a public workshop on Saturday, March 25th at the Western Front with dancer Barbara Bourget and bassist Torsten Moeller. Ticket information can be found at vim.brownpapertickets.com.
uh, all right, well, we're going to tell you a little bit about the weather. And uh, uh, it's supposed to be spring. As I mentioned before, we had uh, a couple of really nice days. Today was pretty cool. And yesterday was uh, beautiful. That's solid sunshine all day. Even though it was a little colder than usual, uh, there were some lots of signs of spring around. But uh, unfortunately, tonight, cloudy with a 40% chance of a shower. Overnight with a low of 5. Tomorrow, cloudy and then rain is going to be beginning in the morning and going on and off on and off all day tomorrow with a low of 5 and a high of 8. The outlook for Wednesday, rain. Lows between 5 and 10. Thursday, uh, more of the same. Showers. (laughs) Boy, the voice of uh, gloom here. Showers for Thursday, same temperature range. Friday, rain. Saturday, rain. And uh, the same basic temperature range. And then maybe a respite on Sunday. Maybe a, maybe a change. I don't know. It's going to be cloudy on Sunday. They're not saying anything about precipitation. But, you know, sometimes you think, well, what do they know? Anyway, that's it. With a low of 4 and a high of 11 on Sunday. And uh, we can keep our fingers crossed. Maybe the last week of the month will be really nice and maybe spring-like and so on and so forth. We deserve it, really. Uh-huh. Before we go on, I'd just like to mention a couple of uh, very important websites. And one of them is the website of the redoubtable Coastal Jazz and Blues Society. These are the people that bring you the big jazz festival every year. And, of course, they're the backers and sponsors of one of Vancouver's leading jazz clubs, Frankie's. Frankie's Jazz Club on Beatty Street, which is right across from B.C. Place. It's the most popular spot these days, packed houses, all kinds of stuff. And Corey Weeds is the gentleman who programs the music at Frankie's. And he's doing, of course, a stellar job bringing in uh, folks from out of town and and presenting local musicians um, in this very fine setting, Frankie's Jazz Club. And if you go on to the Coastal Jazz and Blues website, coastaljazz.ca, Um, You can actually make reservations, uh, set up uh, a table for yourself and guests and uh, for whoever you want, (laughs) and uh, uh, check out the schedule. And uh, whoever you would like to see, check them out. They're there. You make reservations. You're all set, and uh, everything's everything's good. And, of course, there are other events um, on that very comprehensive website, coastaljazz.ca, covering just about everything in, in Vancouver. And, of course, um, I do like to mention uh, other clubs, too, besides Frankie's. Um, one of them is Pat's Pub. And Pat's Pub is in the uh, old Patricia Hotel down the uh, downtown east side. And on Saturday afternoons, they have some of the very best in jazz music. There's no cover for Pat's Pub, and a very comfortable atmosphere, lots of uh, selection of uh, great beers and uh, and good food as well, and a comfortable atmosphere, and it's, uh, you know, it's a good good spot to uh, check out some of our great local talent. Also, um, on U Street in Kitsilano is Blue Martini, and uh, they frequently have uh, a lot of good jazz there. The best thing to do is either call them or check the schedule, 
Um, you can find out. You can Google them and uh, find out who's playing what, where, and uh, that sort of thing. So that's one. And, of course, back to the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society. Their website is coastaljazz.ca. Another fine website in Vancouver is vancouverjazz.com. And that's a, a comprehensive website as well with all kinds of links on that and administered by my old friend Brian Nation. VancouverJazz.com. And one more brief mention is uh, my good friend Ken Speller, who is uh, a music teacher, and he has a business called uh, Music at Home, and he will teach you uh, how to play the saxophone, the flute, clarinet. He's been a, an accredited music teacher for over 30 years. Um, he's a wonderful musician himself, and uh, he'll uh, give you all kinds of good advice on instruments to buy or rent or lease or whatever, and uh, he'll come to your house and teach you how to play. And whether you're a beginner, um, an amateur, or a professional that just kind of needs uh, refreshing, we all do. And uh, Ken Speller is a good man to do it. He uh, really knows what's going on. He's also a wonderful repairman. And uh, if you have anything go wrong with uh, your clarinet, your flute, or your saxophone, and, and it's not sounding as good as you think it should, and there's some stuff wrong with it, he can fix it for you. And uh, he doesn't charge you an arm and a leg um, because he doesn't have the store overhead. His repair shop is in his home. He's located in the uh, Metrotown area of Burnaby. He can be reached at 778-800-1933, 778-800-1933, or kspeller underscore 14 at yahoo.ca, kspeller, K-S-P-E-L-L-E-R, underscore 14 at yahoo.ca. Back to music. Now, we all know, and sadly, of course, that some great musical legends have, uh, have passed on. We all know that Chuck Berry has passed on, the father of rock and roll, and uh, an incredible musician, absolutely. And, of course, uh, James Cotton, one of the masters of blues harmonica, blues harp. Um, these musicians have all passed on. But sad to say, another very, very fine jazz musician has passed on. He's not as well known as he should be because he retired from music um, a number of years ago. But he was the mainstay of uh, jazz in Washington, D.C., and an inspiration for so many musicians. I'm talking about Buck Hill. And uh, Buck Hill passed away um, just recently. He was 90 years old. And um, Buck was an incredible saxophonist, legendary. And he decided, basically, uh, he was raising a family, traveling musicians, you know, that sometimes the family life isn't uh, really, is a very hard thing to maintain, and, and also a steady income. And uh, Buck decided to do two things. Washington, D.C. was at least pretty close to New York City, and there's all, there were all kinds of great musicians living in D.C., and still are. And uh, Buck made the decision that he wasn't going to travel. He was just going to stay home and work in all the local clubs. 
But of course, he had a family to support. So he did two things. He drove a cab, and then he signed up for U.S. mail and became a mailman. And of course, um, Buck Buck's uh, nickname was the Whalen Mailman. And of course, uh, we're going to hear Buck on this wonderful recording that was done in 1990. And um, it was produced by his good friend Houston Person, who was uh, no slouch on the tenor saxophone. Houston is one of the legends, still alive. But we're going to hear Buck here with a company of great musicians. A couple of them are good friends of mine. Um, First of all, we have Johnny Coles on flugelhorn. Johnny originally from Philadelphia. The great Barry Harris on piano. And my good friend Ray Drummond on bass. And another good friend of mine, Kenny Washington, on drums. And we're going to hear a bunch of tunes from this album called The Buck Stops Here. And sort of uh, in memory of the great Buck Hill. So the, uh, we're going to open with a tune called by Buck called Someone Like That in Your Life. And then we're going to hear a ballad, a very beautiful thing, by Frank Loser, Frank Lesser. And it's called, I've Grown Accustomed to Your Face. Then we're going to hear a great rendition of Earl Hagen's wonderful tune, Harlem Nocturne. And we may do one more after that. So stick around. Here's some great music by the late and wonderful Buck Hill. Thank you. 
We heard some fine music by Roger Buck Hill, who was a legend of Washington, D.C. Buck uh, just passed away. Actually, today he was 90 years old. He was born February 13th, 1927, uh, in Washington, D.C., and died in his hometown. Buck uh, never traveled. He was a a local musician in Washington, D.C., and, of course, D.C. at the time and still is, was full of great players. And, of course, Buck uh, became one of those uh, musicians that uh, people talked about. Sonny Rollins, um, when he was on the road, talked about how wonderful Buck Hill was and how much, uh, you know, Sonny listened to him. And uh, so many other musicians checked out Buck Hill. Um, But he uh, preferred to stay home. He was raising a family. And uh, working locally, small clubs and all that kind of stuff, and wasn't making a huge living. And he needed to do something to provide a little more for his family. So he, um, he drove a cab, and then he decided to sign up with the U.S. Mail Service and became a mailman. And, of course, um, retired with a, a nice pension, but he was able to raise his family on that and still play his music. And um, that's basically the story of, uh, of Buck Hill. He was uh, known as the, the Whalen Mailman. And, uh, of course, a great tenor saxophonist, world-class Buck Hill. So we heard um, a bunch of tunes from this uh, album called The Buck Stops Here. And uh, it featured Johnny Coles on flugelhorn, Barry Harris on piano, Ray Drummond on bass, Kenny Washington on drums, and, of course, Buck on tenor saxophone. All of this was recorded um, April 1990, and it came out on uh, Muse Records. And we heard some tunes. The first one was a Buck Hill composition called Someone Like That in Your Life. And the second tune was the Frank Lesser um, ballad standard, I've Grown Accustomed to Her Face. Then we heard a version of Earl Hagen's famous anthem. I'm sure Buck played that behind uh, uh, dancers, uh, etc., and um, uh, exotic dancers as well. Uh, the tune was Harlem Nocturne. And the final tune was a cheery-sounding thing written by Johnny Coles, and it was called simply Whip Wap. So four tunes from this uh, wonderful album, The Buck Stops Here, our small tribute to Roger Buck Hill. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 and on your computer, if you wish, at citr.ca for live streaming. My name's Gavin Walker, and we're going to take you back in time to the late 40s. This is kind of, I would say this is sort of novelty jazz, But it was very hip for the time. And, of course, when you hear it, you know that it was recorded many, many years ago. Um, Some music you don't know, uh, unless it's the recording quality and so on. But uh, some music you do know. And, of course, this was um, a bit of a a fad uh, based on the music of Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie. Um, and it was kind of involved um, vocalizing and, and playing, but the musical quality was very, very high. And um, so it was kind of like novelty jazz of the day. 
So this was recorded in late 1948, um, and some very fine musicians on here. One of the greatest uh, modern jazz pianists, along with Bud Powell, was Al Haig. Al Haig is the leader on here. Jimmy Rainey on guitar, and he does a little bit of vocalizing on here. Don Russo on bass. Charlie Perry on drums. And Terry Swope on vocals, Lady Terry Swope. And uh, we're going to hear... Um, a bunch of tunes here. Most of them, three of them are written by Al Haig, and one of them is written by Irving Berlin. So the first one's called Haig and Haig, uh, and then the Irving Berlin tune called Always, I'll Be Loving You Always, and, um, and then Al Haig's tune called Bopple Baby, and uh, tune number four is called Talk a Little Bop. So hope you enjoy this uh, throwback to... Um, yeah, I would say novelty jazz, but it's fun to listen to and very, very musical. It's true always 
happy fair always that's when i'll be there always not for just an hour not for just a day not for just a year but always bop ba doo boo bop bop but i'll be open to be bop ba doo boo bop bop bop
tracks from uh, late 1948, recorded in New York, and of course capitalizing on uh, kind of a jazz novelty, the uh, the modern jazz, uh, the bebop craze, and of course uh, scat singing, and uh, um, all that kind of stuff, and of course uh, blending uh, voices with uh, instruments as well. And um, as I said, it's uh, definitely... Uh, the sound is dated, but also very hip as well, and uh, uh, kind of fun to listen to. So I hope you enjoy those four four tunes. Led by pianist Al Haig, 
uh, one of the greats of modern jazz piano, Jimmy Rainey on guitar, who's also uh, did some vocalizing, Don Russo on bass, Charlie Perry on drums, and the lady was Terry Swope. And um, we heard four tunes. We opened with uh, Al Haig's Haig and Haig, and then we moved to um, uh, a bebop version of Irving Berlin's Always, featuring Terry Swope, and uh, then a tune called Bopple Baby, and the final tune, Talk a Little Bop. Both uh, both those t- final two tunes were written by Al Haig. All right. We're going to uh, turn now to a Canadian trio out of Toronto. And this is from an album called Mem 3. And the people involved here are Michael Cabe on piano, Mark Lowell on bass, and my friend uh, Ernesto Cervini on drums. And uh, this is a most um, interesting album. It's kind of a little bit like um, our opening jazz feature, but, but different too. But it does feature a piano trio and a different kind of piano trio, not your regular jazz piano trio like Ama Jamal or Oscar Peterson and so on. Um, the music is a little different from uh, these guys. Michael Cabe on piano, Mark Lau on bass, and Ernesto Cervini on drums. And we're going to hear um, a composition by Ernesto Cervini called Anthem. Uh, then we're going to move to... Uh, one called Faith of Our Fathers, which is a kind of a traditional tune. And we're going to end the set with one um, by uh, the pianist, Michael Cabe, and it's called Olympic. And uh, this album, Mem 3, the band is known as Circles. And um, you can uh, check them out on the web www.mem3.com and uh, if you like this music you can uh, order order this album as well so here then is the band circles
some music by a very different piano trio called uh, from an album called Circles. And uh, the name of the band is uh, Mem3. And uh, it features Toronto-based musicians Michael Cabe on piano, Mark Lau on bass, and Ernesto Servini on drums. And we heard three compositions. The first one was entitled Anthem, written by Ernesto Servini. The second tune was a, a traditional sort of hymn, and it was entitled Faith of Our Fathers. And the third tune that sort of went in uh, many different directions was written by pianist Michael Cabe, and it was called Olympic. So this uh, most interesting album, you can uh, find that if you, uh, if you Google uh, www.mem3.com. And um, if you're interested in the music on this album, wonderful. The band... Mem 3 and the album Circles. We're going to return to some uh, traditional straight ahead jazz with the great Wes Montgomery on guitar. This was from his uh, sophomore album on Riverside Records. Actually, no, his third album. That's right, it wasn't his sophomore album, it was his third album. Um, and this one was with a group of all-star musicians. It was decided that uh, um, to put Wes with a, a whole group of very well-known musicians, including Hank Jones on piano, Ron Carter on bass, Lex Humphreys on drums, a great drummer from Philadelphia, and Ray Barreto on conga drums. We're going to hear two tunes from this album. First one is called The Twisted Blues, written by Wes. And the second tune is the Duke Ellington classic, Cottontail, from Wes's album, So Much Guitar.
couple of tunes by Wes Montgomery from his album So Much Guitar. And uh, Wes with Hank Jones on piano, Ron Carter on bass, Lex Humphreys on drums, and Ray Barretto on conga drums. And the first tune we heard was Wes's own tune called Twisted Blues, and the second tune was the Duke Ellington classic Cottontail. The master, Wes Montgomery. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and we'll be back with uh, a bit more music before we uh, bid you adieu for another week, right after these messages. 20 seconds. Okay. Uh, okay. Here we go. Um, the first word, uh, courage. If I've got courage. Uh, you're strong. No, you're, uh, 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 I'm going you're, off to war. Uh, brave. Brave. Y- yes. Ding. Uh, um, the next word. Uh, I'm not old. I'm new. Yes. Yes. So brave. New. Brave. New. Uh, I've got zits. I've got um, spots. My, uh, no, pimples. No, 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 no. D- dot. Yes. And then the last one. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> out to the com, ocean. Com, no. Next. Uh, keep going. I'm not going to the, the ocean. Net, I'm going to the. Uh, uh, .ca. .ca. <laughs> yes. Brave New Playwrights. It's a theater festival. Bravenew.ca. Ever had a hankering to ski the world-famous slopes of Whistler? Boy, do we have great news for you. Escape the city in one of Zipcar's many mountain-ready vehicles. Plus, get $30 back in free driving credit when you tweet a selfie on the slopes at Zipcar Vancouver. Zipcar. Wheels when you want them. Yeah, all right. We're back with a gentleman by the name of Red Rodney. Red Rodney is uh, kind of a legend in jazz. He passed away in 1984. But uh, during the 50s, he worked with Charlie Parker for, uh, oh, I guess about a year or so um, in the early 50s. Of course, he rose to prominence in the 40s, playing in big bands and all that kind of stuff. But he was one of the major trumpet stylists in jazz. But he had a rather checkered career. Um due to uh, jail sentences and uh, narcotics offenses and all that kind of stuff, and uh, uh, a couple of really bad uh, situations happened to him. Um, We won't get into all of that stuff. But this is from an album with one of his many comebacks. (laughs) That's what it's called, The Return of Red Rodney. And he had moved to Philadelphia in the late 50s, and recorded this marvelous album um, in uh, recording studio in, in, in Philadelphia in February of 1959 with all Philadelphia musicians, including one of the saxophone players who's on our theme song, Billy Root on tenor saxophone, Danny Kent on piano, Jay Cave on bass, and Frank Young on drums. And these were all local Philadelphia musicians. And uh, we'll hear the fabulous Red Rodney on trumpet. Red Rodney returns. We open with Dizzy Gillespie's uh, anthem, a great tune called Shaw Nuff, that Dizzy wrote for his booking agent, uh, Billy Shaw. So uh, that's that, and that's not an easy tune to play, believe me. The second tune is written by Danny Kent, and it's called Red, Hot, and Blue. So here, then, is the fabulous trumpet, of Red Rodney. Mm-hmm. 
The late, great Red Rodney on trumpet with a, a group of uh, local Philadelphia musicians. He had moved back to Philadelphia uh, for a time, and this album was recorded in 1959, and it featured Billy Root on tenor saxophone, Danny Kent on piano, Jay Cave on bass, and Frank Young on drums, and of course, Red Rodney on trumpet. We opened with uh, Dizzy Gillespie's great anthem, Shawnuff and uh, a more mellow-sounding piece called Red, Hot, and Blue, written by pianist Danny Kent, from a very fine album entitled Red Rodney Returns. We're going to close with um, the very tasteful organist, Hammond organist, Melvin Rhine, the late Melvin Rhine, with uh, a couple of people, well, three people that have visited Vancouver um, a lot, and I'm talking about Eric Alexander on tenor saxophone, Peter Bernstein on guitar, who was just here last weekend at Frankie's Jazz Club, and Kenny Washington on drums. All these gentlemen have been here in Vancouver many times, and um, they're part of Melvin Rhine's quartet, and he's going to do one of Thelonious Monk's most famous compositions to wrap things up this evening. Here then is Melvin Ryan and company, Well You Needn't.
written by, of course, Thelonious Monk, and played by organist Melvin Ryan on the Hammond B3, Eric Alexander on tenor, along with Peter Bernstein on guitar and Kenny Washington on drums. And that's from an album called Class Masters. The wonderful late organist Melvin Ryan. All right, that's it for another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker. Next week, our jazz feature is a really interesting little band that was based when when the album was recorded in Chicago. And, of course, they all went on to New York to um, greater fame and, uh, well sort of fortune, if you can call the jazz life uh, uh, fortune. But um, they all moved to, uh, after their uh, tenure in Chicago, they, uh, they moved to New York, and, and of course then they all went their separate ways. But uh, this was a great little band. It was called the MJT Plus Three. Kind of a complex name because the MJT stood for the Modern Jazz Two. That was bassist Bob Cranshaw and drummer Walter Perkins, plus three were the other guys. And uh, we heard um, Harold Mayburn on piano, Frank Strozier on alto saxophone, and Willie Thomas on trumpet. We're going to hear one of their wonderful albums next week called Make Everybody Happy. And it's, it's a wonderful album. It was recorded for the Chicago VJ label um, before they all left for New York. Anyway, that's going to be our jazz feature next week, so we hope you can join us. Take care. Um, stay out of the rain. Enjoy springtime. It's, it's eventually going to get here. And uh, take care of yourselves. On behalf of uh, The Jazz Show, myself, Gavin Walker. Bye-bye for now. Do-ba-dee-oo-doo-doo-wee Ba-do-ba-dee-oo-doo-doo-wee
Thank you.